You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. Today we talk to Lisa Betts all the way from the UK. Lisa started running only a couple of years ago and she started running because she'd given up smoking and she needed to do something that would help her support that healthy decision and running was it. Now you can't stop her. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am delighted to meet a, yet again another person from across the other side of the world from where I am. So I'm very excited to introduce everyone to Lisa Betts. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for saying yes, because it is a big leap to just jump on, as we were saying before off the recording, and onto you know a platform like this to someone you haven't met before. Like we're in a in a similar uh, group, in a group together, but online, but that's about it. So it's really nice that you that you agreed to jump on. I appreciate it. It's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. You're so welcome. You're, you're on the other side of the world. I can tell by your accent, and I, I sort of know where you live, but um, <laughs> tell us where you live because there will be a lot of people out there who don't know where you live, Lisa. Okay, so um, I'm in um, Great Britain, so in England, a mm-hmm. uh, lovely part um, called Devon. In Devon, like Devonshire yeah. tea? Devon, sorry. Like Devonshire tea? Is that where Devonshire tea Devonshire comes from? Devonshire tea, yes, Devonshire tea, yes. I love yeah. Devonshire tea. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. I'm a coffee drinker myself, but yeah. I like coffee too, but I really like scones and jam and cream <laughs> and a cup of tea. It's really nice. Oh, yes, um, scones jam. Yeah, <laughs> when we depending, that's on, what, depending on which way you have your jam and cream, oh, really? depending on whether you're in Devon or Cornwall. Well, that's funny you say that because I was there, not in Devon, but probably closer to Cornwall, and um, I they gave me a big the scone was massive, almost the size of the plate, yeah. and then I think I had this discussion at some point. I don't remember what the difference is though because I was. And somebody was trying to tell me it's quite a, a thing, you know, whether it's really Devonshire tea or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could explain it to you if you'd like. But... I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in in Devon, we when we have our scones, um, you either call them scones or, or scones. Or scones. Um, <laughs> yeah, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Um, in Devon, we put on um, the jam. Yeah. Let me get this right. No, sorry. The the cream. And then the jam. How do you get the jam to stay there? Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So that's the Devon way. But in Cornwall, you do it the opposite way. So you do the jam first and then the cream. So unfortunately, I go against the odds in Devon and I like it the Devon Cornwall way because I do like a lot of cream on top of mine. So So they so they don't tend to put much cream on then no i think they use the cream all as like a butter like a butter yeah oh, and then obviously the, the jam on the top i you know i don't remember anyone <laughs> saying that to me so that has definitely slipped by my because i must have thought that's that's silly why would you put the jam on top? 
that's my voice exactly I do like cream <laughs> so I, I think my house actually is more like uh, corn, Cornwall <laughs> because we put the jam my house must be part of Cornwall um we definitely put the jam on the bottle anyway that's very exciting very interesting uh, for me <laughs> and that's what a lot of these podcasts are about just me finding little facts that I, I want to know um <laughs> let's get back to you though where did you grow up? Did, did you grow uh, up nearby where you live now or somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. So I've always lived, uh, my hometown is Tynmouth, um, in De- like I said, in Devon. Um, so I've grown up all my life in Tynmouth. So I'm a bit of a home bird. Oh, and that's where you live now in the same, yeah, the same yeah, I'm still village or town? Now. Do you call it a, yeah. is it a village or a town? It's a town. It's not very big, um, but it is called a town. What's Tynmouth. It? What's the difference so between t- a t- town or a village? Well, town is a village is a, a lot more small. So I work in a village across the river. We've got um, a little village called Sheldon, so that's where I work. My my dad comes from Surrey, from Camberley, okay. and yeah. he he seems to call. Well, I've never asked him the definition. That was just because you were using the word town and village. And he just seems to use village anytime it's like smaller than a city. <laughs> so, but that might just yeah. be me not picking up on the on what he yeah. means. Yeah, I mean really the, the village is a lot smaller. Okay, yeah. oh, that's really cool. All right, so you you grew up where you live now. That's what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. When you were at school, did you do much sport? Was there a lot of sport while you were growing up? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did a lot of running when I was at school and not long distances though, hated long distances, never get me doing more than a 200 meter run. Um, Love sprinting was part of an athletics team outside of school. Um, Also played netball for my home county. Mm -hmm. So really did enjoy sports. Yeah. And do you have many siblings? I have three siblings, yes. So there's four of you. And were you all a bit sporty? Um, most sportiest. Um, two of my siblings I didn't grow up with. Um, so I only met them 15 years ago. So oh, wow. um, I know. And cool. so, yeah. And yeah. so at home, were your parents were very supportive of like taking you to your netball and, and yeah. your running and all of that sort of stuff. They're very supportive of your yeah, endeavors. Very. Yeah, very. That's always really helpful. And did they do their any of their own sport? Mum did when yeah. she um, was younger. She used to play netball. So we played for a little while. We played netball together. So. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. awesome. I, I played basketball with one of my daughters at one point in the social league for a couple of years. It was lovely, yeah. actually. Yeah, it is nice. It's nice on yeah. that connection with your parents. Yeah, it's just weird, you know, hearing someone down the court <laughs> yell out, Mum! <laughs> Yeah, it comes ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catch. That's right. That's kind of funny. That mum daughter dynamic on the court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was fun. Anyway, it was good to be on the same team. I, I might have been oh, different. Yeah. If been on the not the same team. That would have exactly. been <laughs> maybe a bit, a bit odd. All right. So, what did you do when you left school? Okay. Um, I started my family quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was um, at home with the children for a long while mm-hmm. um, and brought them up. So it didn't sort of work. It was a, a, a stay-at-home stay mum. How many kids yeah. did you have? 
I've got four children. I've got four sons. Oh, all boys. Wow. Yeah. That'll keep you busy. <laughs> very, very. <laughs> They're all grown up now anyway. So, you know, my my, my youngest is 17. Oh. So, yeah. And I've got grandchildren. Well, my youngest is 18 and okay. I have grandchildren also. My oldest is 30. Yeah, my eldest is 31. There you go, snap. <laughs> you look very young. You look very young. It must be the Australian thing. I don't know. Or a good filter on my camera. I'm not sure. I'm, fif- I'm 53. No, yeah, no. I'm 53. Wow. I'm, I'm 50 in December. Oh, that's awesome. I, just- I know. I'm really excited about it, actually. I'm not not concerned about the age. It's like, like I said to you before, it, it, it's a level. No, it's a level. right. Yeah, I actually loved turning 50. It was fun. We did the same thing. We had, I had my 40th and my 50th birthday. We've got a little bit of land and we just made a big sort of fun park. We had a water slide and a big jumping castle and, you know, outdoor tennis wow. and mini golf. <laughs> that sounds incredible. It was just like fun. You know, we just did yeah. fun things, you know, coits and had like, you know, heaps of people, but it was just like a lawn party, I suppose, trying to think from my English heritage yeah, and, and no, watching movies just fun stuff yeah um, so <laughs> that you should plan something like that for your <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm hoping there'll be something planned but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> very exciting I'm not too worried <laughs> all right so you grew your kids up <laughs> yeah <laughs> eventually you did go out to work because I have talked to you before we got on yeah and I do know that uh that you do other things now rather yeah. than just looking after your grandchildren <laughs> yeah so when I sort of went back sort of properly to work I worked with um deaf adults oh wow um because my my t- brother and sister that I I hadn't met and obviously met 15 years ago they're both deaf oh. um and obviously couldn't communicate with them so I needed to to learn a new skill um just so that you know we could have a relationship so really enjoyed the sign language um and then obviously started working with deaf, deaf adults so yeah in australia i was just thinking i was going to say oh you know um auslan then but actually that's the australian sign language and i was okay. thinking so so it must be called something else there or you just british say sign, sign language. language a british sign language yeah okay. british sign language yeah. yes yeah so it must be australian sign language it must be <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs> they're quite similar they're quite similar um obviously different regions different countries they all have their own different signs so yeah yeah oh wow so that would have been quite how did you find that learning a new it's like learning a new language basically yeah completely um quite difficult at, at the start um level level one was really difficult because I was learning outside of working um and I found that more difficult but once I started working at the um deaf academy it was good um it was a lot easier because obviously you're practicing it daily yeah, of and you're getting those skills and then it was a lot easier to go you know like move forward and sort of do level two level three and just really enjoy that so yeah and then I suppose you had the you know the ability then to talk to your siblings and in a much yeah. and the communication was a much better flow that must Absolutely. have been amazing yeah yeah, yeah it's wonderful yeah oh, I love that oh that's awesome because you even I mean I only know I'm I, I actually have some friends who have some deaf children, but I don't know much about them. But, you know, you just watch the movies and things and you sometimes see where family members don't never bother to to no. learn no, to communicate don't. with the with their um, deaf family members. 
uh, and they just expect them to lip read or, or whatever. And you just think, <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. I love that you did that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's lovely. It's a lovely language. I could sit and watch my brother and sister sign in awe. It's lovely. Quite expressive <laughs> feeling. Like, oh, very. I have a very tiny bit of Italian in my blood, and I sometimes think, you know, because we could have been yeah, like this sometimes. Yeah, it's quite exciting. Uh, you know, but even now in my in my job role in school, um, I still sign. If I get tired, they do laugh at me in work because if I if I get tired for some reason, I start to sign, and then they're like, wow. "We don't understand what you're saying." <laughs> you're speaking a different language, literally. Yeah, slow down. <laughs> That's crazy. Can you use your voice, please. <laughs> um okay so so you worked with the like deaf academy learnt signing and things like that where did you go to next um so I I came out of work for a little while because I injured my shoulder um at the deaf academy I was doing a, a trampoline course funny enough well <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> yeah I was doing a trampoline course um injured my shoulder um ended up having to come out for nearly a year because um they kept giving physio and yeah. trying to get it right that way. And I was like, you know, this is not working. Eventually, they realised that there was quite a lot of damage there. So had surgery. Um, and then because of the signing, tried to go back to the signing, quite difficult with pain. Yeah. Well, okay, so where can I go from here? And decided down a different role um, of working in school. So slightly different. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I am now. So at the moment you're a, a teacher's aide, is that what you call it? Yeah, I'm a teaching assistant. Teacher's assistant. Mm. Yeah, um, we get a lot less pay mm. <laughs> than a teacher. However, we do most of the work. We do a lot of the work. Isn't is such a shame. I was talking to, well, our mutual friend <laughs> the yes. other day, Adele, <laughs> and she was saying um, that that, because she started as well, as you would know, as the, a teacher's assistant and then yep. decided to go and do, um, you know, finish off her education so that she could, you know, become Teach, a teacher yeah. instead of the teacher's assistant. <laughs> do you think about that or will you stay as we um, I just think um, I I did think about it a few years ago and then I think, oh, you know, my age is creeping up on me. Um, I don't have a degree, so you'd have to do, I'd have to do a degree first and then that would take quite a few years. Then you'd have to do your teacher training and go for your teacher training. You don't always get paid for that. You know, it's, it's yeah. all, sometimes it's about can you actually financially support yeah. yourself to exactly. go through this training, which is such a shame, really, because yeah. you're missing out on people that have real experience. Yeah, I've got the experience, can do it, mm. but just can't financially afford to do it, which is mm. a shame, really. Mm. Oh. Well, you do, do you enjoy it? You enjoy what oh, you do? I love doing? it. Yeah. Absolutely love my job. Um, it's challenging. It's very challenging um, at the moment. I, I'm seeing a lot of children coming through, younger children, because of COVID. Mm. Well, because I, I don't think we didn't explain, but you're not just a, not, not that it's just a teacher's um, assistant, but you you also work in the mental health area for the kids, like a yeah, counsellor yeah. type of role, I suppose. Yeah. Or- yeah. yeah um so yeah men- mental health um, and well-being um so we're sort of seeing a lot of children come through because of covid you know having issues with um relationships mm. and not being able to express their feelings because they've not had that 
going to nursery, going mixing with children at a younger age. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, we're seeing a bigger picture of it now, which oh, is wow. quite interesting. Yeah. Mm. Just that knock-on effects of COVID, just another it one. It has a massive knock yeah, massively, massively. Because <laughs> you guys were locked down quite a bit, weren't you, in England? Yeah, mm. yeah, we were. Um, we were. We were sort of teaching remotely, um, mm. but we were soon back in. Mm-hmm. Um, we were back in the sort of like NHS uh, people, um, sort of um, firefighters, police, you know, yeah. sort of people that were key workers. Essential workers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> some thought they were essential and some weren't. <laughs> so, yeah. So we did gradually go back in, but yeah. It was quite a while out. Um, what ages are you teaching then you, or you're working with? Primary. Primary, so um, four up to eleven. Okay, yeah. So just the, the little ones. That's pretty the much our ones. pretty much our primary. I have a teaching background too. I'm an infant teacher. Do you? Yeah, but okay. I haven't actually taught for twenty years. <laughs> really, what a, okay. Yeah. I've worked for myself for the last twenty years, but prior to that, I was um, I did do a little bit of teaching. Mm. Oh wow! So, so I know a little bit about that. Too. Yeah. There you go. Um, or at least the Australian version. <laughs> which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not not that dissimilar, I don't think, from England. No, no. I, I mean, I, I teachers, you know, they're they're so overworked. They really are. Yeah. They really are. All right, let's wind back a little bit and find out when you started running again as an adult. You said you you know mm. you did a bit at school and things, or have, yeah. did you not stop? Maybe you ran all the way through. No, I didn't. Um, did a little bit of exercise going through, did a bit of taekwondo, kickboxing. Um, that stopped. Um, I had some really horrible habits. I was yep. a smoker. Yep, um, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I think it was about 20 months ago, mm-hmm. my mum, funny, not funny enough, but very sadly, lost um, a friend of hers. Yeah. Who was a smoker. Mm-hmm. She got lung cancer, and within a month, my mum lost her best friend. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I've given up smoking a few times in the past. Obviously, having children, I gave up when I became pregnant. Um, yeah, always went back to it, but this time there was a switch. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't explain it. It was, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I'm stopping. That's it. That's me done. I love that. Um, and. Just knowing myself, knowing that the habit, I would eat more. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? What can I do? What can I do to <laughs> this yeah, keep me from eating so much and maybe, you know, get a little bit fitter? And I, and I kept seeing Couch to 5K and mm-hmm. everybody sort of going on about it. And I was like, mm, do I, don't I? And I thought, you know what? I'll give it a go. Um, my mum my started with me, funny enough. Awesome. So yeah, we started together. Bless her. She didn't carry on for long um, because she was like, I can't do this, but she was giving it a go. But um the first I remember the first week and I'm thinking, I can't do this. I really can't. I just cannot. How, how am I supposed to run? And I just, you know, and it was just like I was so unfit. Oh, excuse me. Um, and obviously as the weeks went on. I started building for, you know, mm. oh, actually, mm. I can do this, you know, and it just kept building. Now it's an obsession. <laughs> it's, like, it's, um, 
it is a sometimes it's an I love I find it sometimes a little bit unhealthy for myself because yeah. I put a lot of pressure yeah. on myself yeah yeah so yeah. like it's a mental sort of thing yeah um but it's been the best best thing that I've I've done it really has it's um for me um just going out for a run putting my headphones in and just being on my own mm. is I love it. it it opens up your mind yes I'm listening to music but I'm also looking around and taking in what I've done at work or processing that and processing daily life you know and yeah. you. but it's, it's yeah it's definitely it's been it's been amazing for me it's like um your time basically yeah mm. yeah yeah definitely it's I look forward to it. I mean, I've been at work all day and my, my colleagues will say, you're absolutely barking mad. You, you've been on your feet all day long. You've done extra bits after work because I do after school club as well three cool. times a week. So I'm not finishing till quite late. I'm going home. I'm like whipping the tea on really quickly and I'm out the door or I'm on the treadmill. I have a treadmill now. And <laughs> so... That's how bad I am. I've also got a treadmill. Um, awesome. So it's, I like a routine. Mm-hmm. I like to stick to it. Um, I like a challenge to stick to. I don't know if Adele mentioned because of the right woman, running woman, sorry. Yeah. They have their monthly challenges. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, and Adele and I always, um, you know, we sign up to these challenges and we push each other on and, you know, egg, you know, it's which is really good. It's supportive. Um, but yeah, every month I sign up for these challenges, and I'm thinking this month I'm not, I've got quite a few k to go yet <laughs> because back with work and being poorly and what have you, mm. sometimes you just can't get out and do it. So yeah, yeah. oh, that's amazing. <coughs> You're making me cough too now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I'm, getting, I'm not getting... I'm not 100%. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. Yeah, I can. And you're sort of coughing every now and then. Um, and I'm <laughs> you're you're coughing. Passing it down the line. Uh, how long ago was that? How long ago did you um, start Couch to 5K? I would say about 20 months ago, just after I stopped smoking. That's amazing. So, like, so you, about two years ago, you stopped smoking, and then you jumped into the the yeah. running. And, yeah. And now it's become who you are in many ways. It's like become yeah. a part of of who you are. You've really yeah. I, I, adopted I think it. looking is also with my children, them seeing, mm. you know, my achievements um, and the support that I get from the family, mm. especially my children um they can see how much commitment I've got and I and I think that's sort of led through my my son is um a PE teacher oh cool yeah so he works with children as well um so you know he goes to the gym his girlfriend goes to the gym she started up running as well and it's just it's just seeing that come through my eldest son goes to the gym he does weight training um he likes to climb right oh excuse me likes to climb up climb mountains wow but, yeah that's awesome I was gonna say how how do your family take it all like what how, what do they think but obviously 
they're very proud of you yeah they are and I think my eldest son he's not very good with his words he doesn't express how he feels a lot but from what I hear from his wife you know she says he's so proud and it it and and my other children they always tell me how proud they are of me um they come and support me when I do races um so you know just having them there is it's it's just you know it's amazing you know they can just see that somebody can change yeah. the way they live that's so powerful they, yeah yeah it, it, I look back now and I think wow look how much you've I've changed as a person um and how much it's given me you know my friends are really sweet (laughs) okay you know you know meeting Adele is just being amazing um she's she's just a a lovely person yeah And, and you would have known that through meeting her through you know the zoom with you with her she's just She's got this gentle side to her that she just brings out the best in everybody. Yeah, she is. She's <laughs> good. so lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I, and I, um, a number of people have said on the podcast over the years that they started for all sorts of reasons. Often, you know, to lose weight or, you know, to well, to stop smoking, to give themselves another yeah. habit, or to get fitter or something. But they stay running because they make great friends. They've made great yeah. friends running, and so that sort of keeps them running in many ways, or it's one of the things that keeps them running. And you just think, isn't that amazing? Like that, I don't know if it's just because we all have a, you know, something in common that we love to run. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it seems to, you know, we like to flock together and, and hang out together and support each other. And I think um, it's quite amazing. I love it. It's yeah. Hmm. Well, for meeting Adele, um, we started off, it was, I think it was Adele that started a, a group we were supporting each other for a half marathon we did last uh-huh. year. Uh-huh. Um, no, not last year, beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up that we ran our half marathons the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another lady that we connected with as well, she she didn't follow through with hers, but, you know, she had an injury and what have you. But yeah. through that little group with Adele setting up, supportive group we've stayed really really close friends and supported each other even more like I said before we talk to each other every single day now um we've got similar professions we've got a lot in common Mm. so yeah but you just live although you both live in England you live six hours apart or something six hours yeah Yeah. (laughs) so in the summer she um recently um came down on holiday to Devon and then we met so so amazing it was lovely it was just the best best time yeah so what what sort of goals do you have for your running at the moment what are you planning to do with it um I am running uh next year April I've signed up for the London Landmarks Half Marathon wow yeah so um, not only just running, I'm not just running it for myself, I'm um, running for charity, so uh-huh. Diabetes UK. Beautiful. Um, I'm type 2 dietary. Oh, are you? Um, yeah. Um, do you have a fundraising page? Um, yeah, I do. So I I'll do. get that I, from you later and I'll put it in yeah. our show notes, okay? Thank Who you. knows? <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, so, yeah, I'm dietary controlled. Um, yep. My father 
was type one. I lost him um fifteen years ago. Oh, Actually, was it fifteen-ish years ago? Um, through his diabetes. Oh, dear. So yeah, uh, my mum is type two on on medication, so I don't yeah. stand much out personally. <laughs> Well, so that's another good reason to be running, isn't it? I was going to say, I think I read something recently, might have all listened to it because I listen to a lot of audio books while I'm running. And I think I actually heard something about type 2 diabetes uh, and, and running being really good at combating it and even yeah. reversing it a bit. So don't give up hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, last year I was on the cusp of going on to medication mm-hmm. and I'm not now. So. That's amazing. So it just that's just proving, isn't it? That yeah, it does. Um, also support a young child in school, type one. So I've trained to do that. So it's diabetes is quite close to my heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I I was um, when I was about nineteen, I came to England and stayed for a year um, and hung out with my extended family my dad's side of the family and one of my cousins is type one and that was the first time I'd seen someone you know have to having to inject themselves and things like that regularly so yeah yeah certainly um a thing isn't it that unless you you're impacted by it and many of us if we're not if we don't have the type one around we're not impacted until we get older and then then so many people now in our um cultures are impacted when we get older my mine's unfortunately lingered through my last two pregnancies because i had gestational diabetes mm-hmm. yeah um so i was injecting then so it's just lingered mm. a lot but they i mean people say oh you know they say it's it's you know you, type two is because you've got on weight etc but actually no it's not i i, I disagree mm. it's got to be down to your genes yeah i think um in saying that my husband so not related to me, but my yeah. husband's um, family, uh, both his brother and sister, have both been diagnosed with type 2 um, in the last year. And uh, he's on the edge, my husband, but because we do a lot of running and I'm I'm very um, conscious of what we eat, try and make him eat low carbs and things a bit more yeah. than he maybe wants to. <laughs> so yeah. so <laughs> we're keeping it down a bit anyway. We'll see how that goes. But hopefully um, hopefully he won't keep up with his brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, well, yeah. that's good. That's awesome. Well done for you. So, I think- yeah, so we've got a weekend booked away for that weekend. So in London. Yeah, that's so. exciting. Mm, yeah so you have a training program yes I do yeah so I'm a Garmin training program mm-hmm. so I do it through my watch and and do follow that quite rigorously religiously mm-hmm. yes <laughs> I'm pretty good I'm pretty good um it's not often I don't do it if I miss a run then I'll run the next day yeah um so I try and keep quite with my schedule yeah and so how do you I, fit it in how do you fit it in? Like, when, especially when you're training for something there, as you said, alluded to before, there's that mental pressure. If I don't go out, I know what that feels like. I get grumpy, <laughs> like, yeah, especially if I it's in grumpy. my training schedule. Yeah. I'm like, what? If I couldn't yeah. go for some reason. I'd yeah, really I get grumpy. Yeah. Very. I, um, I, I do fit it around. Um, so my youngest does ballet on a Monday. Um, I have awesome. to take him to ballet, so mm-hmm. I have that three quarters of an hour when he's in doing ballet that I've got that slot yeah so I'm like right you're into ballet mm-hmm. I'm off for a run and then we meet back 
that's on a Monday. This is my scheduled day. So yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah. Wednesdays is my long day at work. So I tend to treadmill run on a okay. Wednesday. At night time. I have, I have my treadmill at home. Mm. So it's convenient. Um, and then Saturdays is fine because I don't work on a Saturday. Mm. So Saturdays is generally my long run. So mm. I've got time to do it. So I, yeah. I think when I, when I did my schedule last year, um, sorry, at the beginning of the year, in my first half marathon, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I was trying to fit in like four training sessions a week and I just mm. find it too much. Mm. And I thought, you know what, I need to take it back because, oh, excuse me, yeah. take it back a little bit and, and just think, actually, no, three is more than enough. You can do it. And don't, if you can't do it, then don't put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You yeah. do, you do put a lot of pressure on because yeah. sometimes your body's not feeling it. You know, you go out, you're all ready to go out, you go out and actually you get 2K in and your body's like, nah, I'm not doing this today. Not today. And yeah, I think that's a big thing that I have learned recently that is stopping when your body's telling you to because before I wouldn't. And mm. I just keep going and going and going and really sort of push myself on and and that's not that's not teaching me anything. And yeah. So that's probably a yeah. very good lesson as well to yeah. learn. Yeah. It, it, it's complicated though because even like I've had a number of running coaches on over the over the life of the podcast, and 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 I've run for quite a few years. Sometimes it is is it when is my body telling me it's feeling lazy today or is there a reason for me to stop because you know maybe I'm getting yeah. a niggle or something and then I should stop and give it a bit of a rest so it's knowing yeah. what the difference is and I think even really experienced runners sometimes struggle with knowing what is the difference you know is this just yeah. me you know today I'm feeling lazy or whatever and my body's and it's just sort of moving pains you know when you first start running so there's often a few moving yeah. pains <laughs> and yeah. then you, but if you keep going they go away yeah, it's like when do you stop? And it's kind of a, I don't know the answer. I've got no answer to that. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, I have because obviously being like the last sort of week or so, being a bit un under the weather, mm. um, and sort of cutting short my just going for shorter runs. Yeah, still getting out there, but just being a little bit shorter. Um, and and I think I I am starting to listen a little bit more to my yeah. to my body and yeah. you know because I think. I, I personally put a lot of pressure on myself, especially for pace and distance. Mm -hmm. Because then, obviously, when you're in the Facebook group, you're seeing all these wonderful women doing these magnificent yeah. distances. And Comparison. I mean, how do they get that pace? And I'm thinking, how? But then I'm, I'm putting that pressure on myself and I'm still learning that process, I think. Exactly. I'm getting there slowly. Um, because like Adele and I, she runs a lot quicker than I do. And then I think, actually, she's a lot younger than I am, you know. And then and it, it's just, yeah, it's got to be your own goal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it is, as you alluded to, it's in our head. <laughs> it frankly is in our head. And it's just us having yeah. a conversation with ourselves. Absolutely. Nobody else cares, actually. No. It's just, it's just not. It's not like we're no. actually going, I'm not going to represent Australia this week, um, <laughs> <but> two, 
Um, maybe when I'm 91 and everyone else is going yeah. to yeah. I might represent Australia <laughs> in something. I don't know. But, um, it, you know, that's not my, my path. That's not my path. I, I'm not doing yeah. it for that. I'm doing it for lots of other reasons. Yeah. Um, apart from the, but that doesn't stop my mind from having those conversations. And exactly. so it's, where, it's, it's, it's that strength of mind and you work in this field anyway with, with mental health, but realizing that just because we're thinking it doesn't make it true or even that we have to pay any attention to it just because no. we thought, you know, Adele's running faster than me or whatever it is. <laughs> you don't have to put any kind of. Um, well, having, having met Adele now, she's got these lovely long legs. So, you know, that's why she runs faster than I just go, good on Adele. That's great. I'm so that's happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's um I think it's human and I sometimes wonder too whether some people who are attracted to running that we take up running at any time in our life um we get a little bit competitive yeah <laughs> you know? absolutely so I'm really I, I would say I'm quite competitive so that quite conversation is not necessarily a surprise in our heads no. <laughs> even though we don't you know if you put it out in daylight you go how silly but it's still there, you know, and yeah. so we just have to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody, real... everybody celebrates you. You, 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 yeah, you get exactly. there, don't you? you yeah. Know, you're still making that same goal, whether you get there in an hour or two hours. <laughs> so, so how do you get yourself out the door on those days when you know it's you're not, you're just not feeling it, even though you're not, you're not unwell. So there's no real reason to stay in it, it might be raining whatever but your schedule says you've got to go out and do a six seven k today but you're not really feeling the vibe <laughs> but mm. you do know probably once you get going you'll be fine but it's that yeah. initial motivation to get out the door how do you how do you oh, I think it is a, it is to do with my schedule um and also my stubbornness yeah and yeah. and and just feeling the benefits at the end yeah. Because I know once I get out there, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And when I once I get back, I'm like, yeah, I've done that. Look at that. That's great. Yeah. Um, and I just feel really good. Definitely there is a runner's high um, of, you know, smashing your PBs and, and yeah. thinking, oh, I've ran further today than I did last week. Um, but it's just, for me, it's, it's, I like that me time. Yeah, and yeah. and that's another reason that I just get out because yeah. I just like to be on my own. Yeah, yeah. That's sometimes for me. It's like um, I may not be feeling like wanting to run necessarily, but I want to listen to that book, or I I haven't, or I'll think, oh, I haven't run that particular path either ever or for very long. And it, it, but it's something else that makes me. Yeah, that get out there not just for the run, but it's that me time, yeah. as you said, to go because I'm a bit of an adventurer. I like kind of explore a little bit, and so that's always fun for me to do something yeah. different. So it's a different element. It's not the running that I'm going for in yeah. those instances. And um, I think sometimes, you know, if I've had quite a rough week in in work, um, a month, I think it was a month ago. I it was my Saturday long run, and I decided to sort of had I I drive drove to a certain area I parked my car and I know the, the route that I'm doing and I got to a certain distance and I thought right I either turn back or I carry on and I ended up running a half marathon well wow. <laughs> uh, um, I'd had a really bad week in work <laughs> and I just needed to clear my head um 
it, it wasn't planned at all, mm. but it was a, yeah. it was almost a needed. It was a needed run mm. um, for me because um, I ended up my when I told everyone I was like I just ran from Dawlish to Exeter and they were like why <laughs> why why would you why would you do that and I'm like taking a bus. <laughs> well, I did. I did. I caught the train back. Oh, um, so obviously, I'd, I'd run the twenty-one k, and I'm like, okay, right. What now? Oh yes, I'll have to get back now. <laughs> so it, it was just, I just, I don't know if you've ever seen that film, Forrest Gump. We've definitely just, seen. Uh, yes. Yeah. He just keeps running, doesn't he? And he just. <laughs> and that was me. I just oh. needed to just keep running, and it was. I hadn't trained for it and I hadn't run that long for, for quite a few months, but, and it was hard. It was really hard, but it felt really good. I, I just needed to clear my head. What an amazing thing to be able to do and to realize that you can do that. Like the self-empowerment yeah. that you can do that. If you're having, you know, crap things gone on in your life in any area of your life, you can put <laughs> your running shoes on and go out for a run. And if you, if that it turns a 5k turns into a 20k, then so be it it's yeah you can do it because you you you've put yourself in that position so yeah that you're healthy enough yeah. fit enough to be able to do that so I think that's amazing for your I mental health as well yeah and I think that's the thing now realizing actually how fit I am mm. um and how far I've come and I, I do sometimes think you know where where would I be now if I wasn't running but I still be those you know still smoking and and yeah, I still looked good, but I think I look better now because <clears throat> I'm getting all that fresh air. I'm getting all the healthy things going into my body, yeah. not all the unhealthy things. Drinking a lot more water, you know, before I didn't drink a lot of water. Now I'm like, right, need to be on the water, need to be on the water, you know, and it's just yeah. helped me so much. It, it It's not, it's an interesting thing too, I think, that it's probably other people who don't see you all the time that really notice the difference too, because a lot of those things are, have, have happened slowly over the last two yeah. years. It hasn't been like you just wake up one day and you're fit, you know, it yeah. was, no. it, but it's really nice to recognize it because often we don't because it, the increments are so small and because we're living with them, they're large over a six month period, but just day to day, it's tiny, yeah. the difference. Yeah. It's, um, I, so it's I great even that you recognize them. it. Yeah, even from one of my sons the other day, we were funny. We were just we were bathing the dog, and like because he's quite a big dog, and I was like, "Can you lift him in the bath and what have you?" And I was washing him and what have you, and he was like, he was sat on the the bed waiting to lift him out, and he says, "Mum," he says, "You've got better calf muscles than I have," you know, and just like talking like that and just having that conversation because obviously he goes to the gym. He's like, "But your calf muscles are really cut," and this that and the other, oh, and he was. Wow. Just being able to have those connections with your children as well and, and seeing, like I said before, you know, the achievements that I've made just yeah. goes to show that they can make them. Yeah, I love that. That to me, and you know, you you work with children and have children. I work, have worked with children and have children. Uh, and, and I think about um, quite a lot, and we talk about on the podcast too, just how important that example is that as yeah. adults we can show that, it, you know, the running is not just for kids at school or elite athletes, that 
or silly people down the road it can it's in your family you know in the case of your your family and your grandchildren as well they'll say well even if they don't choose to do it immediately when they get older if you know for some reason they'll know that's in their toolbox running is something that's in my genetics it's in my whatever if I want to I know because my my grand my nan ran um or whatever it's a it's a thing it's not yeah. Other people, yeah. stuff. it's it's in their family, and I think that's very powerful. That example that you're providing. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. But, no, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It it, it is sharing. I I love sharing. I just shout about it all the time. Sharing <laughs> my love for running, <laughs> costing myself a fortune in new trainers. Ah. <laughs> well, if that's all, all oh, and a treadmill. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah! I, I, luckily, I got that one second hand. That was lucky. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, but you know, the, the thing is, I, you know, I used to like what, buying clothes for myself um, and what have you. Um, but now it's like, oh, look at those new shorts, and look at all yeah. their nice trainers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always gravitate towards the sports section more than the yeah. dresses. <laughs> yeah, that's me now. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love it. I've always been quite different. In my in my style anyway. Um, at work they call me the running goth because um, oh. I I wear black. Um, and in my younger days I was a goth. I don't know if you know what a goth is, but I do. Um, yep. Because your younger um, days were also my younger days. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, it's still there. My husband's a, a an ex punk, so oh, we wow. both we're, so, we're both still there, <laughs> living the dream. When um. <laughs> when uh so we watched the young ones growing up yeah right um so we um and when I was in England at that time I did get taken to a party which was um a rave I think they call it yeah and that was full of people like that I, I was like oh that's lots of yeah. um and for a very short time and I don't tell very many people this, and there was no photos to prove it but I had a mohawk for a short Ooh. time so, love it yeah um, iron it. <laughs> I had a mohawk not so many years ago. <laughs> I had a bit of a uh oh let's go and have another mohawk in my 40s. And how did that so, go? Um yeah, regretted it right after. <laughs> did you colour it or did it was it black? I did, color? I did colour it. I went bright red. Oh nice. Bright red. Um it wasn't just a subtle red, it was bright red oh I do it if it's not um, gonna be bright and then obviously go and work in primary school with um a mohawk and had to cover it down so oh. my my thing is every summer I tend to dye my hair a wacky haircut a color a wacky color I do that yeah. every year wow. um and that was a bit extreme last summer <laughs> can you I don't know if you can see I do have oh look it's still red I, on the ends yeah oh, it's, it's quite a nice red it's quite a nice dark deep red so it's black and I'm very gray at the moment naturally naturally gray <laughs> well I kind of grew out of it at about mm, 17 18 <laughs> I'm still going <laughs> I haven't changed much in the rest of the time about the same <laughs> I mean fortunately I've got lights now when I run in the in the dark <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't see me with my black running gear with all the no, black. I'm much better it's not always black. Now I do wear a little bit of colour. <laughs> I love those, you know, when you go in races in fun runs and you see people all dressed up and all, um, you know, and sometimes they run with mohawks and bright coloured hair yeah. and stuff. I yeah. think that's really cool. It, it adds yeah. to the 
the pageantry of the whole thing. I may, I may do that for uh, my half marathon because obviously Diabetes UK is um, blue and orange. So hmm, may dye my hair. <laughs> oh, I love it. You should do that. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> now, well, actually, one thing we haven't talked about on the recording that we did talk a little bit about before was that you are often seen running around the village and around the town by the kids that you that you look yeah. after. So yes, I do. So yes. that that extension of you being an example for your family is also the same for the children that you look after and teach. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's lovely because you go into work on a Monday and we're like, Mrs. Betts, we saw you, we saw you running, and I was like, Did you? And then we have a little conversation about it, and I was like, Okay, so how did I look? Did I was I fast? And they, you know, we, and you do have that whole conversation around it, and then you talk about their weekend. Um, and it's like with some of the children I know they play rugby and they do swimming and and what have you. So they are doing a lot of sport. Yeah. But um, another re- reason I did get into my running, and obviously when I gave up the smoking, I started running slightly after, mm-hmm. was the child that I was supporting in the school was a little bit of a runner. And oh, was a little oh bit a runner, oh, okay. As in yeah. a running away. Mm. Yeah. He, um, he wanted to catch his mum up. And at the time, um, because of COVID, we have a, you had an entrance to come into school and an exit. Yeah. Mm. So it was a one-way system. And I clocked him out the corner of my eye and I thought, you're going to go. Mm. And another colleague, he, he did, and another colleague tried to catch him and they couldn't. And then they, they said to me afterwards, I said, all I remember was you go whoosh like that, <laughs> past to catch him, caught him. But I couldn't breathe afterwards. Yeah. yeah. But after that, and, and I always still have that conversation with him now. Um, and I always thank him because in a way he helped me into my running. Oh. Because I I do link it with it. Yeah. Because I think for him, me chasing after him and nearly dying, um being able to breathe was a, a, a push along to start the character to 5k. Yeah to get the running going, not just because I'd given up smoking, but it, it's, so it's cool. little links there mm-hmm. that got me into it. Mm. And having like the children in school, some I've met through their mums, their mums run. So obviously they're seeing the running side through their family. Yeah, but they're also seeing it in school because I'm not the only runner in school. Um, mm. There's our head teacher, she runs a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she does marathons. I've got two other male colleagues, teachers that also run. So <coughs> we talk about it a lot. Mm. So it, it's, yeah, it's lovely. I love it. Really Actually, that reminded yeah. me of a story. Many years ago, I was um, teaching in one of the uh, lower socioeconomic areas um, where I live in, in a school. And there was, I was sharing a class with my mum. We were both teaching a grade three. Anyway, so. Um, those there was a at least half of the children had different um, issues, yeah, but one of them was a runner. So as in he would in the middle of the yeah. class, wasn't just when his mum went or anything. He would just run yeah. all the time, and um, it, it became quite a thing that I was, you know, quite a runner too. By the, at that stage, and he couldn't. He was you know only eight or whatever, and he couldn't run faster than me. So yeah. it became quite this, you know. <laughs> 
I don't know if it was better or worse because some of the teachers would say, don't chase him because you could never catch him. But then yeah. once I started there, I could. <laughs> so yes. In the yeah. end, he sort of, he slowed, he stopped running so much because, it, you know, he wasn't getting away. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've got one now um, that I've been helping to support this half term. Um, and he, he he's a runner and he runs off and he just wants to chase. Yeah. Yeah. And I just say to him now, and I'm like, you know that I run, you know that I'm quicker than you. You know, I said, you will be quicker than me in the future. Yes, <laughs> I exactly. said, but at the moment, I am quicker than you. I am not chasing you because I'm going to catch you. There's no fun for you, is it? Because you're not, you're going to be caught. So, <laughs> and and they don't now. It's quite, quite oh, funny. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. We're, we have a little giggle. We have a giggle about it now. We used to always like often do if they were too um, you know, they needed to get rid of some some beans, <laughs> we would take you them outside. And, yeah, and yeah. take them for a run. Um yeah. and that usually calmed them all down as well. So that we was, um we have something in school called um the Daily Mile. Oh. And um key stage one and key stage two, they do it at different times, but they do a daily mile oh, every single day. That's so awesome. yeah they go out and do that so that's you know which is really nice because you know I, I think I don't know if you find it in Australia but I've been noticing in England that um, PE teachers are being wiped out we're having specialized people coming in oh. um, different companies supporting the children whereas m- myself growing up we always had a PE teacher in school mm-hmm. we knew that PE teacher teacher mm-hmm they were part of the school but whereas now it's different companies coming in it's not quite the same but it's nice that we've got the teachers in school that enjoy the sports themselves yeah so still sort of push it for the children yeah Yeah. um i'll totally understand that Hmm. all right um (laughs) you're running you you mentioned before having headphones what are you listening to is it music or do you listen to yeah music other things yeah music do you always run with headphones or do you sometimes have time without it yeah no um I don't know why I just I've always I've always run with with headphones um I do listen to a lot of music even when I'm at home I listen to music um don't watch a lot of tv yeah um I just I just love music so Mm. any genre I, I listen to loads even though I'm a goth I do listen to a lot of different music. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I love it. And and do you run with people or do you run by yourself mostly? Um, I prefer to run on my own. Um, I think the reason being is that I can run at my own pace. Mm-hmm. And when I was training last year for the my first half, I ran a little bit with my stepmom mm-hmm. because she was doing the, the race as well. So yeah. I did quite enjoy it. But I think having that added pressure that you've got to go and meet up with somebody at a specific time mm-hmm. um, and then you're going together, do they want to go that way? I want to go this, this way. Yeah. I think that's why I prefer my own company. Um, not to say that if I lived closer to Adele, we'd run together. But probably <laughs> um, I used to run on pointing, but you can't see. But I used to run with my dog. Um, uh, yeah. that's it, that's yeah. he's an old man um, he cannot run anymore but he did start running the couch to 5k with me so he supported me so yeah oh, 
Yeah. I think if I if I could choose, I would if I for a running friend, I would choose a dog. I have we, said my husband just bought before. a dog for that reason. <laughs> have you? Yeah, well, yeah. And I think yeah. running as a lone person can be a little bit dangerous sometimes. Mm, that's what Adele was saying. She expressed that a yeah. bit too. Yeah. <laughs> she she says to me she won't run at, at night. Mm-hmm. I, I do, but I do stick to the main roads. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Monday evenings I'm out running, in the, in and yeah. it's dark now in England mm-hmm. at the time I'm running. Um. Obviously, wearing all my lights and what have you, but mm-hmm. um, I do stick to the main roads that people are there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the worry, isn't it? I mean this day and age you do worry about those sorts of things and it's such a shame because you know you're out trying to do something for yourself and enjoy but you have to think about all the dangers as well yeah yeah it is it is I assume assume it's always been there and maybe we like there's always been a danger um yeah but we because of social not just social media but media and and news and we're able we see it more yeah um, you're right you're right more around um so yeah. so we're more aware perhaps <laughs> yeah and I mean in, in certain places maybe I'd think right okay I've, I know I've got headphones in and I'm not hearing I, I do take them out yeah so if I'm running through a certain section of my run mm-hmm. I will take the headphones out so I am aware of what's going on yeah um but yeah I would re- I keep hinting to get another talk <laughs> Um, because my my old man, bless him, down there, he's nearly fourteen. Oh, wow. um, he he's not walking that far now. So, yeah, he's very slow. It's oh. like, come on, come on, come on. And, and it's, he's it's it's surprised me because he was running really well with me. Yeah. Um, when I first started, but he he went he's gone downhill gone quite downhill quickly. It's such mm. a shame. But yeah. how anyway? How old's your dog? Well, I have a really old, um, almost thirteen-year-old border collie. So we don't—I don't run with him right. so much. But I have um, a seven, eight-month-old um, kelpie. Probably oh, I just have a bark. You can yes. just hear because he likes to come in here. And a kelpie is an Australian uh, sheepdog, I suppose. Oh, so it, okay. Um, that they have a lot shorter hair than the border collie. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they're very good um, for things like as a running dog because they. Yeah. Miles they look because they're a, work, they? a working dog mm. yeah um so previous to i've got jono he's um a springer spaniel oh cool um he's yeah he's down there buddy. um so he um he i had his mum previously i lost his mum um nearly two years ago oh. and he was born in the house so he's my little baby but oh, yeah how the furniture yeah so boring. had springers before and they love to run and i and I, I look back now and I think Daisy, cool, she would have loved it. Absolutely oh. loved it. She oh. she was a nightmare on a lead. But I think if I trained her to run yeah. with me, mm. she would have been the absolute running, mm. perfect running partner. Yeah. Well, I can see another dog in your future. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> I'm hoping so. <laughs> I love it. One day. And, and you've got all the reasons. <laughs> safety like absolutely just, safety yeah. safety yeah how can you argue i think i think I, I think the family have they've convinced me because we did we did sort of look into it a little bit and mm. they've convinced me to and i'm he can't hear me so i'm, I'm glad he's oh. completely deaf oh. um 
that when he passes, yeah, then maybe yeah. because I well, think I want to spend this special time with him. We <laughs> we have got this puppy around and the older dog, and the puppy does annoy the older dog quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a peaceful <laughs> existence for him really all the time. He's always Best trying to you know lick his face. Yeah. And <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm just yeah, I just sleep. Exactly. Leave me alone. It's quite funny. Anyway, um, sorry, digressing. No, no, it's really. I, I, there's quite a few people that I know here who run with their dogs. Like it's, it is quite a thing. Um, yeah, I think, and and a valid point for security too. I, yeah. I really like that. Um, and it keep like for the longevity of your running when you when you have an, an animal that will come out and run with you, you're not just doing it for you. You're doing it for the dog as well. I mean, it's why exactly. people get dogs to, to walk, to keep them fit, to keep you fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it doesn't have to just be walking. It can be a running exercise yeah. too for the right dog and things. So. Yeah. He would still go with me now. If he, his, his brain is telling me him, yes, I want to come with you. Yeah. But no, he can't. Oh, oh. So how long do you think that you'll run for, Lisa? How long do you think I run for? How long as long do you as think I can. In your life, yeah. As long as I can. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen yeah, you're absolutely. not planning to give up any day no, soon. Absolutely not. No, no. No, no, don't ever say that, no. no. Good, 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 good. Not, good. Even, in, not even in conversation. No. <laughs> Touch wood. <laughs> no, it's just, you're just giving me too much. So when do you think you called yourself a runner? Um, I would say when I completed my first half marathon, I think. Okay. So I've only I've only done two. I'm saying I'm like a pro runner here, but my first one I would like, yeah, look, get me for running that distance. Yeah. It wasn't quick. <laughs> it didn't matter. I ran it. I, I yeah. Oh, it was a horrible half marathon. I hated it. It was, it was um, sold to me as a flat race. I know. Was it? It was not. It was the most hilarious run I've ever done in my life. Really? And it was awful. When I finished, <laughs> I said to my mother-in-law, never again. Never again am I running that half marathon. But, Look at it this way. I am. I'm going to sign up for it next year because I've done it. It's not going to get any worse, is it? It's a little <laughs> it's exactly bit like childbirth, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't oh, yeah. Four times. Right. You get to the end, it's like, I'm never doing that again. And then quite quickly afterwards, oh, when's, where, are we having another one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four times. But exactly. yeah, you know, it's, it's just, it's such an achievement. It, yeah. It's just such a buzz. And it's just like, yeah, no, it's lovely. I love it. So, no, what do you, everything. what do you think the most important thing, or the, the the thing that you value the most that running has given your life now that you didn't have before? My health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely my health. Yeah. Um, there's a few things: health, um, my own space, mm -hmm. friendship, mm. mental health. Think, why don't more people do it yeah absolutely because I know they I know friends of mine say why 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 would you just run why mm. do you just do it and I'm like 
because it just gives me so much freedom yeah. in my head. Yeah. In me. And I must, especially with my health. Yeah. 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 Have, you know, I think if I was going to carry on like I was smoking and then the diabetes would, who knows, could be taking medication now. Mm. And I'm not. So it's, yeah. And And how would your life, the quality of your life, do you think it would have been considerably different when you're talking about your health? I think in the future, yes. Mm. Um, I've always been actively, you know, like yeah. running around after mm. the children and, and yeah. obviously working on my feet. Yeah. But I think future, definitely. And, I, you know, I want to be, I want to be one of these nannies that running around after their grandchildren not one of these nannies that are sitting down going yeah you go off and play I want to be going to the fun fair going to the parks running around taking my grandchildren to skate park you know I I want to be involved you know I do do that to their first rave (laughs) sorry and to their first to their first rave to their first rave (laughs) that's a joke (laughs) or maybe it's not I don't know um, maybe for Lola, but um, my my eldest grandson is autistic. Oh, is he? Um, he's nonverbal. Yeah. Oh, wow. So his future is quite different, but yeah, in a lovely way, you know. But like he he he, I took him to the skate park a few weeks ago, and he's scootering off, and he's got his ear defenders on. Bless him. And I'm thinking, he's so far in front of me. I'm gonna have to run after him in a minute and catch him. <laughs> But before I couldn't have even done that. But That's it's just crazy. being there for your family, isn't it? And it is. hopefully expand, expand, you know, and and giving them the confidence to do things and yeah. achieve their, yeah. their, their things in life. And yeah, I love it. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, I've taken up a lot of your morning already because it's morning for you and night for me. Um, it is, yeah. Is I'm going to go for a run after this. Oh, good. I'm so glad. That's awesome. <laughs> um, is, is there anything about running that we haven't sort of touched on that you wanted to, to talk about? Um, not, not really. No, not, 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 I think you've covered everything, I think. Um, obviously, like health and friendship. Yeah. That's a massive one, isn't it? Friendship. It is. It's a big part of um us being humans is that needing yeah. friends and for our mental health as well as yeah. just general well being. Um, having yeah. friends around, friends and family is actually been proven to be quite an important element for good health. Yeah, mm. yeah, and and just people being there for you, isn't it? And support and yeah, egging each other on and yeah, being there when it's not so good. Yes, importantly. Because you do have times when it's not mm. a great run. Yeah. Come back, it's like, uh, and Absolutely. you're a bit angry with yourself. And <laughs> I just then get on the phone to Adele. Yeah. She can be <laughs> the she debrief. Makes me feel so much better. Aww, that's <laughs> awesome. We all no, need an Adele. <laughs> we do. We do. She's just, oh, just love her. Just love her. Oh, that's awesome. I did tell Adele um, that. I've got a group of friends where we run for about, they've been going for about 25 years. I think I've been going for 20 years, twice a week. 
we go and meet at a local coffee shop and we go for a run five, 10 kilometers, depending on what everyone's doing. And now as we've got older, you know, some of them are 60 uh, in their sixties and um, it's a couple in their fifties and one, I think in her forties, um, you know, we go different distances, different speeds. Yeah. And we all then meet back and have coffee. And some people actually walk as well, depending on what's going on. Yeah. Them. And there's about between <coughs> five and 10 of us each week, meet twice a week. And it's two times that I have to go out and exercise because I've made this commitment with some friends and yeah. we go and we have these, you know, this little bit of exercise. And then importantly, we sit down and have a coffee and a long chat. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely. That's a bit, that's the good part, isn't it? It's really, it's, you know, you a connect, big part of connecting. the fabric of our life. Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. even say um, you don't get that with Adele yet because you don't get to go no. to the running all the time. But although you perhaps could be talking to her while you're running, you could, you could phone we up. Could. <laughs> um, we we tell each other more of the minutiae of our lives and as our children have grown up and things that then you do even your own, you know, extended family because, yeah. because you have this regular contact and yeah, quite interesting. Um, how it is. How I it mean, develops. yeah. I mean, I've not known Adele for even a year and mm. I just, we just, we talk to each other about absolutely yeah. everything, Hello. you know, not just running, but every part of our lives. And it's, it's through through running that I've met her. Yeah. You know, and that's the incredible side of it. I've met, like I say, I've met so many new friends, but a, a, my running best friend, she always just what we go about RBF. Was it RBF? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Um, all right. Before we wrap up, can you give me some tips for someone who wants to start running? okay mm. okay mm-hmm. slow and steady yeah. always mm-hmm. at your own pace and this yeah. is what I'm still learning <laughs> at your own pace and it's your own journey yeah nobody else did beautiful and I think that's that's the thing to take away your journey yeah nobody else did yeah I love that just take it steady you Lisa it's You're been welcome. an absolute delight to get to know you more <laughs> and I'm so glad I was able to share you with all the people who are going to listen to the podcast because I know that you'll be an inspiration to many people so thank you for sharing so thank much you openly. no thank you for inviting me it's been a pleasure thank you thank you for listening to the fit mind fit body podcast I'd love to talk to you about your running journey so send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it for a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and i'll see you there plus i'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode and before you go I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.